Hello everybody, J.L. Spears here. Welcome back to Writing with Four Senses. So today I want to talk about a number of things. One being reviews, and the other just being little things to be careful about when writing and editing your work. So, let's get started! Alright, before we get into reviews and other things to avoid, let me give you a brief audiobook update. So the audiobook is officially in production. I have approved the first 15 minutes, which is part of the process. I will get into more of that in another episode, but I wanted to give you that information. So if you prefer audio, it's coming soon. Alright, reviews. Why bring this up? Because the other day, I was on Amazon and I thought, why not see how my rating is going? It was sitting at 4.5 and I look the other day and it went from 4.5 down to 3.3. I was like, oh, what's going on here? So I go in there, I pull up the reviews and there is a one star. A lot of the review is one of those things that is going to vary as far as your opinion what your tastes are. So I'm not going to dissect the entire review. And I also don't want to come off as someone who trashes other people's opinions. That's not what I want to do at all. Um, People are entitled and not everybody will like your writing or musical work or whatever you're into as far as art and such. So I get that. I think the thing that struck a chord with me the most was at the very top It was talking about how the book did not appear to be edited. And I did have a couple of people look at it and spend quite a bit of time on it. Um, One being my aunt, and I I texted her. I was like, you know, they said it doesn't appear to be edited, but I know you worked so hard. I don't know if something technical happened or, you know, what happened. But she said, well, I'm not a professional editor. I could have missed something. So, um... Actually, come to think of that, there were a couple of very specific errors that were pointed out in the review, which I'm actually happy about now. Um, I was able to go in and fix them. And the beauty of Amazon, Kindle, direct publishing, whatever you want to call it, the beauty of them is that you can update and you can resubmit if you missed something or something was something was uncovered as far as an error in, in my case, that's what happened. Um, you can correct and resubmit. So I did that. I'm praying to God there aren't any more ridiculous errors that were not pointed out in the review. But I did correct the ones that were. So hopefully there aren't any more. But I think the biggest debate as far as reviews are concerned is do you look at them? Do you ignore them? How much stock should you put in them? So, I've looked at different sources. I've watched a couple of YouTube videos. I've read up on the internet. I've talked to people within Facebook groups related to books and marketing and such. And the general consensus is that you shouldn't panic about one one one-star review. If there's more than one, you should really kind of look into what's being said. If there are any... If there's any common ground between those one stars. And some authors have said, I don't look at my reviews because they would drive me crazy. So maybe one day I'll get to that part where I don't look anymore. But because I'm so new with this, I'm, I'm wanting to know so badly um, how it's doing. 
So the other thing that I found out was even if you get a bad review, getting another review still helps your ranking because more people are seeing your book and your ranking will be higher within Amazon if that's where you choose to publish. So, um, and also just if you get a bad review and it's someone you don't know, you're reaching people that you don't know. So that, that made me feel a little better. So somebody out there, I don't know, might see it and, and like it. So that's reviews, but it was, yeah, it was rough that day. I I was very upset for that whole day and I shouldn't have been, I shouldn't have put so much energy into being that upset. And I'm sure one day that'll get easier and easier and easier. But there is something about putting your work out there. Um, If your ego is fragile, then it might be rough at first, like for me. So anyway, someone else pointed out that if a book has all five-star reviews, people would feel suspicious if they are one to look at reviews. Um... I guess there are companies out there that will offer to guarantee five-star reviews, this, that, and the other thing for a price. So people might be doing that. I don't want that. I do want people to be honest. It was just hard to digest my book not looking edited, even though I had a couple of people look at it. So that's reviews. Okay, so here are a couple of things to be very careful about when writing and editing at the end. The first thing, when it comes to names, be absolutely certain that you have used the same spelling throughout the entire book or whatever it is, article. Um, I had one little boo-boo with that, and that was one of the things pointed out in the review in question. So thank you for doing that, whoever you are. Um, I appreciate it because I found it, I fixed it, and I resubmitted. The other thing to be careful about are homophones. Homophones are words that are pronounced the same but spelled differently. So, this is embarrassing, but it's on the internet and I can't hide from it. So, the homophones that got me were whale versus whale. The animal versus yelling or howling, whatever you want to call it. It was an it was one that escaped me. I did not think about it. And I was very anal about making sure that things were in order as much as possible before handing it over to somebody else. Eventually I just had to hand it over to somebody else because it was driving me crazy. And that will happen. So that's another piece of advice, guys. If you feel yourself if you feel yourself getting tired of your own work you got to hand it over to somebody else. Whether it's a professional or somebody who's just willing to help you out for some, you know, dinner or (laughs) a night out or whatever. Um, Just, yeah, you got to hand it over. I had to take a break for a little bit and just stop looking at it because I was so frustrated and I was stressed about whether or not it was looking good and I had to just let it go for a while. So, but... The whole whale thing, it's it's a it's a laugh. I can laugh about it because sometimes when you're really upset, 
or at least for me, if I'm really upset, I'll think of something so random and it'll just set me off to laugh and laugh and laugh. So whale versus whale, all I could think about was the sounds that whales make and finding Nemo and <laughs> any any um any funny portrayal of a whale making its noises communicating in its own way. That really made me laugh and who knows? Maybe it'll be a story on a talk show one day. That would be awesome. Wishful thinking, right? Anyway. So those were the main things I wanted to cover, but I will say this. If you can afford a professional, whether it's professional editor, professional book cover designer, then, you know, go for it. But really do your research on the best deals for sure, because there are companies that might not necessarily have your best interests at heart. I'm not saying all of them are like that. I'm just saying you just need to look into them very thoroughly. I was fortunate to have a very, very giving and generous colleague to help with my book cover. And then I had family members help with the editing of the text. But I think for the future, I am going to save my pennies and get an editor. At the very least. And one day a book cover designer when things are progressing. But... That's that. You live and you learn. This is my journey as a indie publisher, indie author, however you want to put it. It's definitely worth it to see things come out, to see things progress. There will be bumps in the road. Now, I do want to say on another interesting note. Again, I'm not here to trash anybody. I read all the Harry Potter books, I read all the Twilight books, and I read all the Fifty Shades books. Well, the first three. I haven't read the ones from Grey's perspective just yet. But my point is, I loved all of those sets of books. Each series was was great in its own way. What I'm going to comment on is the general public's commentary on it. A lot of people had different opinions on the grammar in those books. And yet, those books still exploded. They're still successful. I actually was looking on Kindle the other day out of curiosity to see what the top books were. And Harry Potter, a lot of the Harry Potter books are still in the top 10 to this day. That is how successful Harry Potter is. So the point is, if you have an error or two, I'm not saying you shouldn't try to fix them, but there are books out there that supposedly, I really wouldn't know because I read a majority of those on audio, but supposedly those books do contain errors and such, to some people's opinion, but I don't care. I read the stories and I loved them all. The beauty of audio, this is why you should maybe wait for the audio, the beauty of audio is you can just listen to the story. You don't have to worry about the typos. You don't have to worry about if it looks edited. You can just get into the story. Some people don't like audio because they feel like they fall asleep. But I love audio for that reason. I love Braille as well. There is something to be said for being able to curl up with a physical book in your favorite chair or in your bed, whatever the case. But I do love audio for that. You don't get so wrapped up in errors that were made. 
hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you will join us next week because next week we are going to talk about different ways that you can really help your writing come to life. This is JL Spears reminding you that it's not where you come from, it's where you're going. Thank you for listening. See you next week and God bless.